This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 687, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today we are reading Second Chronicles chapter 11 verses 5 through 17. Shall we pray? And I must pause and thank God and give thanks for all of my children who have helped me to stand before you and to preach the gospel freely in multiple ways. Multiple ways. And especially now the youngest three, Daniqua Grace, Daniel Ezekiel, and uh, Daniel Elizabeth. But all of them have had a hand in uh, allowing me to preach the gospel and to preach God's word now nearly every day for going on seven years, plus many other things, books and publications, black Christian news, thousands of podcasts, and so I give God thanks on this Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Let, let's pray. Holy Father God, on this Wednesday before Thanksgiving, Lord, I cannot thank you enough for allowing me to see it. For since my oldest daughter Danny was born, 30 Two years ago, you've blessed me to enjoy Thanksgiving. For that next Thanksgiving, we had a decent Thanksgiving the day she was born. We had a, uh, and she was, she made the Thanksgiving absolutely wonderful, and she's made the Thanksgivings wonderful ever since then. But uh, the next Thanksgiving, we did it bigger. When she turned one. And uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor that for all of the years that she was with us for Thanksgiving. And uh, Holy Father God, uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for all of the wonderful thanksgivings that the Wednesday nights, before Thanksgiving Tuesdays, going to Walmart, going to Kroger's, going to Trader Joe's, going to uh, Whole Foods. Lord, I remember those days. Even stopping by Dollar General, Walmart, we had to make sure Sal had him, had her some snacks, but she enjoyed some turkey bones too. 
thank you, Lord, for those memories, precious memories. And help us, Lord, to appreciate those precious memories and give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word, and all of the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you bestowed upon me, and thus my family, down through the years. Lord, you know I don't deserve to see another Thanksgiving. I don't deserve to see another uh, birthday for my first child with my wife, Marika White. I don't know why you continue to bless me, Lord, to see Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for the bacon-wrapped turkey. Thank you, Lord, for the green bean casserole. Thank you, Lord, for the mashed potatoes with butter. But Lord, most of all, thank you for giving us a mind through Jesus Christ to give you praise for all of the blessings that you have bestowed upon us. I thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your love, and your grace. I praise you and I thank you on this Thanksgiving Eve for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for what you did throughout this week. Thank you for what you did today. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would have continued mercy and grace upon each and every one of us who is saved and born again. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our failures and our faults as we from our hearts by your grace forgive those who have sinned against us. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you would crush and crucify our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh, and the old man within us. And fill us, Lord, afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. Forgive us of our sins for those who are saved in my family and in this audience and around the globe. Wash and cleanse our hearts and minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ. Make us to be whiter than snow on the inside. Deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ and who are saved tonight. Deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. 
Help us also, Lord, for those of us who are saved to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek your face, to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight for the breakthrough salvation in my wife's life, Marika White, so that she can become a new creature in Christ Jesus and not hold on to the old wineskins, not hold on to the old life and struggling to uh, act like she loves you and is willing to obey you. Uh, acting ugly, bad attitude, bad spirit, disrespect, rebelliousness, foolishness. Drive all of this ungodliness and unrighteousness out of her heart, her mind, her soul, and her spirit. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that Lord, you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of her heart, her mind, soul, and spirit, and do the same out of uh, the heart, mind, soul, and spirit of people in her family and in my family. And Lord, uh, drive away these hereditary curses from, Lord, my children, steer these curses away from the generational curses away from them so that they can march on and be victorious and uh, do great things for your kingdom, your glory, praise, and honor unhindered. Thank you, Lord, for hearing uh, our prayers that in light of things that are going on uh, that my children and millions of others have another six months before they even have to deal with the uh, student loans. They don't have to make a payment until then. And Lord, hopefully by then, then I pray that you will wipe it off the books completely for whatever trick they use to send Ukraine, $50 billion, Uh, Lord, help them use that same trick for people in this country who will not be able to possibly pay that bill in light of the coronavirus plague. Uh, And that should be strongly considered. Uh, It has discombobulated things and and I pray that it would be wiped away without costing anybody anything. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you, Lord, Uh, for the privilege of prayer and I pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, 
for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning in this country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I pray that and I thank you for giving me your cheerfulness and your joy uh, and the ability to glory in and to take pleasure in persecutions, trials, temptations, tests, tensions, afflictions and distresses at the same time, Holy Father God, if you can burrow a hole through it all or cause us to leap over the mountains of distress. And Lord, I pray that you deliver us, Lord, from all the distress and afflictions, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. Deliver us, Holy Father God, from sin and guilt. Deliver us, Lord, from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems. Lord, help my children to do what they have started, finish what they have started, and not quit, not faint. And thank you for most of my children graduating from college. And Lord, I pray for the other two. And uh, because it is uh, an advantage in this sin-cursed world, it makes us more nimble, uh, sharper, as far as an axe kind of a thing is concerned, and cutting, and we can get more done and move faster in doing what needs to be done. So, Lord, I thank you for that. And, Lord, I thank you for remembering mercy, love, and grace while you're chastising us, your people, which we deserve, and while you are dealing with people who need to be saved uh, in this country and around the globe. And uh, thank you for drawing us to yourself. Thank you that you're not willing that any should perish but that all should come to salvation and to repentance. And thank you, Lord, that this is your world and all of these people belong to you, not to us, not to the devil. These are all human beings that belong to you. So, Lord, help us not to judge them. Uh, and we pray that you would do with them as you see fit. And Lord, even if they come in late, help us not to be jealous. Help us to rejoice with the prodigal sons who come in, the prodigal daughters who come in and are blessed. And Lord, people who were lost and woke and crazy, getting saved and, and coming on into the tent. Lord, help us to be happy about it and rejoice with you about it because it's only done by your power and thank you for the hymn writer who wrote this is my father's world i pray holy father god tonight that you'll bless and protect our family lord from ourselves our flesh and the devil and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family people 
evil people in the church and evil people in the world. For Lord, my greatest enemies are those in my own family and those in the church. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you would surround me with a bubble of your protection, a wall of your holy fire, and protect me from these people, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious crowd. Uh, and uh, Lord, I noticed that in reading your holy word, that not only did you have a problem with the religious crowd, in fact, that verse uh, that you dealt with, the verse that we, we read today and shared with people today, you were dealing with the religious crowd when you said that, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that the devil is the father of lies. And, uh, uh, and he's a murderer from the beginning. So Holy Father God, thank you for leading us, guiding us, and directing us, and setting a great example, and uh, the perfect example in front of us as to what we're dealing with, even though sometimes uh, some of us don't want to accept it, but it is a reality. So, Lord, tonight, place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. And, Lord, I pray that people will truly give thanks to you. And, Lord, have all that we do and say tonight and throughout our lives to be done for your glory, your praise, and your honor. In Jesus, and for the glory, praise, and honor of Jesus Christ, for it is in Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, uh, to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, my beloved. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God. At Second Chronicles chapter 11, verses 5 through 17. And Rehoboam dwelt in Jerusalem and built cities for defense in Judah. He built even Bethlehem and Etam and Tekoa and Bethzer and Shoko and Adullam and Gath, and Marisha, and Ziph, and Adaraim, and Lakish, and Azekah, and Zorah, and Ajalon, and Hebron, which are in Judah, and in Bethlehem, uh, in Benjamin, rather, fenced cities. 
and he fortified the strongholds and put captains in them and uh, store of victual and uh, of oil and wine. <coughs> Pardon me. And in every several city he put shields and spears and made them exceeding strong, having Judah and Benjamin on his side. And the priests and the Levites that were in all Israel resorted to him out of all their coasts. For the Levites left their suburbs and their possession and came to Judah and Jerusalem for Jeroboam and his sons had cast them off from executing the priest's office unto the Lord. And he ordained him priests, priests for the high places and for the devils and for the calves which he had made. And after them out of all the tribes of Israel such as set their hearts to seek the Lord God of Israel, came to Jerusalem to sacrifice unto the Lord God of their fathers. So they strengthened the kingdom of Judah and made Rehoboam the son of Solomon strong three years for three years they walked in the way of David and Solomon. Glory be to God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for your mighty holy word that speaks to our hearts even about these things, these historical facts. Thank you, Lord, for leaving behind for us the most extraordinary book in the history of the world, that after 43 years of reading it, I still marvel, and I enjoy it even more now than I did in the beginning, I think. I enjoyed it in the beginning so much I wouldn't put it down, so... I thank you, Lord, for still that hunger for your holy word, and no doubt this is one of the highlights, if not the highlight of my day, and has been for many years. As I have told my wife that for uh, all of these 35 years, that having devotions and reading the Bible and praying is the most exciting part of my day and she knows it and the children saw it and I pray that it will be the favorite part of their day as well in Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake amen ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, 
family service, rather, family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional daily reading of a devotional, this time the reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 199. Next time, my beloved, will be number 200. I remember starting this with my son, Daniel Ezekiel. I was reluctant because this is probably one of the most massive works outside of the multi-volume Matthew Henry set and uh, I think the pulpit helper set I think that's the name of it uh, this one is a massive work and I will probably die now I thought I was going to die before I finished 500 sermons uh, 500 Wednesday nights on praying through the Bible. I'm still here by the grace of God. And, um, but I, I will probably die before I finish the treasury of David. However, we are in chapter 18, so we're moving at a good clip. Psalm 18:34, he teacheth my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. He teacheth my hands to war, martial prowess and skill in the use of weapons are gratefully acknowledged to be the result of divine teaching. I believe that. I believe that God has given the once comedian, now the Churchillian president of Ukraine, who is a Jew, certain gifts and abilities for such a time as this. Teaching. No sacrifice is offered at the shrine of self in praise of natural dexterity, go ahead Spurgeon, or acquired skillfulness. But regarding all warlike prowess as a gift of heavenly favor, thankfulness is presented to the giver. And may I say here, listen to me carefully, and there's, there's a few of you out there who know what I'm talking about. God will teach you how to fight in spiritual warfare as well and he will give you the ability to do it with alacrity and cheerfulness. He will. I mean, you know, he does. He, he does that. There's some people who can do the spiritual warfare thing and they like it they're good at it, 
because God made them good at it and they still have their joy. Chopping up and slaying and, and still cheerful and joyful and still loving. And fighting and going on and fighting. And, and just winning, 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 win, win, win. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. The Holy Spirit is the great drill master of heavenly soldiers. So that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. A bow of brass is probably meant and these bows could scarcely be bent by the arms alone. The archer had to gain the assistance of his foot. It was therefore a great feat of strength to bend the bow so far as even to snap it in halves. This was meant of the enemy's bow which he not only snatched from his grasp, but rendered useless by breaking it in pieces. Jesus not only destroyed the fiery suggestions of Satan, but he broke his arguments with, with which the shot with which he shot them by using Holy Scripture against him by the same means we may win a light triumph, breaking the bow and cutting the spear in sunder. Go ahead, Spurgeon. By the sharp edge of revealed truth, the word of God, spiritual warfare, the sword of the Lord, the word of God, which is your sword, probably I remember one of my brothers in the Lord that I got saved with. A bunch of us got saved around the same time. His name was Walter Lake. Very militaristic. We were all in the Air Force. Greatest days of our lives when we first got saved. And back in those days, buddy, you had you kept your Bible with you. And we went to the Christian bookstore, the evangelical Christian bookstore. And, you know, they all, you know, the evangelicals had all kinds of merchandise. Making merchandise of the people. <laughs> and, buddy, I mean, we loaded up. And one of the things everybody made sure they got was a Bible cover. We, we thought the Bible was so precious. And we still do. And, and if you were serious, Jack, you had a sword on that Bible cover. That's a fact. And Walter Lake, he would, he would pull it out like a sword and swing it out there and say, Where's your sword at, brother? Get that sword. He wasn't talking to me, he was talking to some other brothers who, for, who forgot their Bible or didn't want to carry their Bible. When we went so winning, they knew who was coming. When we went witnessing, Jack, we walked down. We didn't have a hidden Bible in, in our coat pocket. We learned that later. We had a big old Bible in our hand 
ready to conquer with the sword. And we witnessed everything that moved by the grace of God. I mean, if you moved, if you were breathing, we were on it with alacrity, on fire for God. Anyway, probably David had by nature a vigorous bodily frame, but it is even more likely that like Samson, he was at times clothed with more than common strength. I believe that. I do believe that. And there are men today who uh, physically uh, God has blessed them to have uh, physical strength where they can do some things. Most of these guys are called to the military, called to fight, called to become a police police officer and, and things like that. Common strength. At any rate, he ascribes the honor of his feats entirely to his God. As it, see, this is why God called David a man after my own heart. Why? Because David acknowledged the Lord in all his ways, and evidently he taught Solomon that because Solomon wrote it. That's what David did. That's what made him great. That's why we're reading him today. Because when you do that, you acknowledge God and you give God the glory. By doing so, you give Him the praise. You consult with Him. God likes that. And then God will give you some things that will make you to be a blessing to other people. To His God. Let us never wickedly rob the Lord of His due, but faithfully give unto Him the glory which is due unto His holy name, Glory be to God. Thank you, God, for your love, your grace, and your mercy. And you deserve all of the credit. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for allowing me to be here on this Thanksgiving Eve to read your holy word with others and to teach your holy word and to preach your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Save those who are lost and revive those who are saved. Amen. We're back in the family segment as always. And we have rolled back around to uh, the family verses where God deals with the woman. God deals with the wife. And may I say here in this Regarding this passage, most women in the church do not. I said do not. Never have, never will obey this passage. That's why they have caught so much hell in their lives. Because they refuse to obey God. And only a saved, born-again woman uh, would do this, would be interested in doing it, and uh, will submit to it and do it throughout their lives. Only a saved woman can do this, by the way. 
Ephesians 5, 22 through 24. Wives, submit yourselves. God wants you to do it. He does not want your husband to have to make you. And, and let me just tell you, husband, something. The truth of the matter is, and as I've told my wife, if I have to make you do it, and I've got to get on your case about doing it, and deal with you about doing it, then it's better for you not to be here. We really, you know, we really don't have anything going on if you're going to be that kind of person. But if you're going to choose to stay, then understand that I'm not going to tolerate your rebelliousness and your stubbornness and your foolishness and, and not submitting to me because that, that's, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. Not in my house. It didn't work in my dad's house. It obviously did not work in your dad's house and it's not going to work here because I'm not going to be a part of that. And yes, I would rather for men, instead of appeasing their wives and, 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 and uh, uh, being submissive to them, obeying them, and, and letting her control him and all of that, I, I, I'm telling you tonight, I would rather for you men to set yourselves free and, and let her do whatever she wants to do but not with you. If she would show some decency and leave you and the children alone, that would be great. Uh, if not, then eventually you're going to have to say, I see you. Otherwise, you're going to be a henpecked, dominated, controlled man, frustrated, angry, mad, and you're going to probably end up killing somebody uh, if you stay in that mess and in that situation under her thumb and under her control. And you don't need to be in that kind of a situation. I'd rather for you to go to the rooftop. If I had the money, I would build wildernesses and rooftops for men who want to get away from their angry, uh, cantankerous, wicked, evil wives and be at peace. If I had the money, I would do that. There's some of you men out there, you got the money. Go ahead on and do that. Create yourself a place called the rooftop. Men who got cantankerous, rebellious, stubborn, uh, lying, dishonest wives, uh, who just a pain in the behind and in the neck. You say, aren't you concerned that women are going to get mad at you for saying that? They're not going to get mad. They might get a little temporarily mad and not listen to me the next day or something, but they'll be back. You know why? Because they know. They may not think they're that way, but they know many women who are that way and that they don't even deserve a man. They'll tell you that themselves. And they may not be that great themselves, but they know that. And God knows it. Have you read what God has said about cantankerous, rebellious, and stubborn women? God is the one. I didn't say this. God is the one said in his word. It'd be better for you to go to the rooftop. Better for you to go to the wilderness. 
the being house than being in a house with a cantankerous, rebellious, stubborn, disobedient woman. Because the sinful nature has messed up the woman so badly that, buddy, if she's not saved and she's not born again, you go. You have the whirlwind, the whirlwind of witchcraft hell on your hands. And if you don't have the manhood, you don't. You're not manly enough to deal with it, buddy. You're in a world of trouble. Once she moves her neck from side to side on you and roll her eyes all the way to California and blow like she's huffing and puffing trying to blow the whole house down and starts looking pensive and into the middle distance thinking of what she can do to hurt you, you're in trouble, son. If you don't if you're not gonna be, if you're not gonna handle it. You can handle a woman, if, you know, if you, if, with God's help and leadership. Uh, but most of you are not going to do that. So to the wilderness you go. To the rooftop you go. Let's go ahead on and go. You don't need to be put in that situation. Don't put yourself in that situation. Submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. That's what God wants wives to do on their own. And it will be easier for them to do that. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ... So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Most wives don't do this. That's why most wives have hell in their lives. And you must be born again to do it. You must be saved to do it. You can't fake this. You can't fake this and nor can you manipulate this. Because uh, that's what we got going on in most marriages and churches today. The satanic, demonic grin comes on her face. And she says, she says well, I, I do this right here for him and make him think that he did it. <laughs> you lying witch. Please shut up. You're disgusting. You lying. See, I, I, I kind of just, this is how I submit. I manipulate him like a witch. And I, I set something out and, and then he, uh, he, he'll come out. So I like that. Da, 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 da. And, and, and uh, uh, I make him think that he did it. You know, I make him feel like the man. <laughs> Woman, have you lost your righteous mind? Have you ever had a righteous mind, girl? Get out of here with that. Nobody wants to hear that mess. You're precisely the problem. That's the problem. Uh, it, that is disgusting. Uh, it makes me want to vomit. Really. Really. Come on. And this is what pastors and pastors' wives 
have taught from the pulpit, sometimes holding the hands together, and one person have a mic. Yeah, and this this is what he ought to, ought to do, honey. See, just like I did for you the other day when I bought you a fur coat, even though you live we live in Miami. <laughs> See? See? And he, your, all of you husbands ought to buy your wife a fur coat, even though you need you going you live all the way down in Key West in the desert. Stupid stuff like that. And, and honey, he had to buy her some drawers and some breasts. I mean, some some bras and some the, the, and, and lingerie and so forth. Every time he goes to out in the car, he ought to go come back with something like that. That's right, darling. And you forgot to get me something on Tuesday. And all kinds of stupid foolishness like that. It's, it's, it makes me want to vomit. That is not a marriage. That's manipulation junk. Foolishness. And, and some men have gone into the po house trying to keep it with the pastor who has discretionary funds and all kinds of little ways he has money you don't have. He has your money doing that. I'm going to buy my honey a car. I'm going to buy her a Lamborghini. Now you going out here trying to, you got to buy your wife a Lamborghini. It's nothing but satanic foolishness, people. Foolishness. That has nothing to do with the Bible. All right. Let's pray for others. Let's pray for the healing of Christian marriages. Let's pray for the salvation of families that don't know God, don't know Jesus Christ, and let's pray for others. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for that thought. I pray for the healing of those families that name the name of Christ and help them to confess their sins, their foolishness, and their evil, and help them, Lord, to repent and obey your simple, holy word, free of charge. And, Lord, we pray for the salvation of all other families that don't know your Savior and help them to obey you and to obey your holy word, to get saved and to start obeying your holy word for their marriage to be successful. Help all couples to avoid the glorified dating uh, system of divorce care. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for the millions of people who are hurting. Comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself. But Lord, we pray for a few by name as always. We pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Paula Haley. We pray for the family and friends of Illinois resident Robert Dickinson Jr. We pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Dorothy Drake. 
And Holy Father God, we pray for all of the people, the thousands of folks, who have sent in prayer requests in the past. We thank you, Lord, for thousands of answers to prayer. And, Lord, we pray today for all of them, including these new ones on the prayer list. We pray for the salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed, uh, Lord, upon all of us. We pray that you continue to bestow upon uh, these, our brothers and sisters in Christ as well. And Lord, we pray for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you, Lord, for the vibrant worship service and for the addition of new members to your kingdom and to the church. Thank you for the souls saved, restored, and delivered, lives changed, and people healed. Thank you, Lord, for blessing the prayers for the nation's event. Thank you for the ministry opportunity through the Board of Management of Starlight High School. Please give gracious favor to Greater Harvests. Heal Dora's knees, deliver Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for new souls, basics for orphans and widows, food and water ministry resources, and provide for the upcoming women and youth conferences. Lord, we pray for PTK. Please save his soul, comfort him, provide for him and his family, and give them love, joy, and peace, and hope in you. Help him to look to you and not his circumstances. Help him to serve others for your glory, praise, and honor. And Holy Father God, we pray for Brother Jensen. Please bless him with the Holy Spirit's mighty anointing with all spiritual, physical, soul blessings, divine intervention, protection, wisdom, connections, and wealth, blessings. Bless him with anointings and gifts of the Holy Spirit, power of authority and fruits of the Holy Spirit. Help him to do your work in ministry mightily in Jesus Christ's name. Deliver him from all curses and satanic evil, uh, works protect him from the coronavirus and bless him with prosperity and his own house in a blessed atmosphere. And Holy Father God, I pray for the people who have gotten saved uh, through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. Help them all to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith and be the strong Christians you want them to be. We pray, Lord, not only for these few, but the thousands of others who have made a profession of faith after hearing the gospel preached as well and help them to grow and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for James, Clems, Samson, Aditha, and Gamba. We pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. Uh, Help them to grow in the faith. We pray for not only these few by name, but the thousands who have done this in the past already. Bell, Alberta X, Christo, Emmanuel, Aditola. We commit all of these souls into your hands as well as our souls. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you
missed the preaching of the gospel earlier today uh, that I did, remember this. Jesus Christ said the most loving, the most magnificent, and the most uh, important words ever said in the history of the world uh, to mankind, and that is, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The Bible says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. All you have to do to get saved from hell is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Call on his name in prayer. Believe in your heart that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. He paid your sin debt. He never sinned, but you and I have. By lying, by stealing, by coveting, by disrespecting our parents and disobeying our parents, by dishonoring God, by taking his name in vain. If you want to get saved tonight, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will save you from the power of your sins, and he will save you from the punishment of your sins in that awful place called hell where the fire shall never be quenched. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, have mercy and grace upon me a sinner. I admit that I have sinned grievously in your sight and repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered and who bled and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, go to gospellightsociety.com and read my free book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. And you just entered in by believing in him. This little book will tell you uh, the next six or seven things you need to do to grow in the grace of God and to become a strong Christian disciple. 
God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. Remember to pray without ceasing. If the Lord tarries his coming and we live and I feel healthy enough, I will keep my regular Thanksgiving schedule and have the Thanksgiving service and message around 12 o'clock noon Central Time or thereabouts and uh, hopefully have the devotional service after that, maybe before that. Uh, so be looking for us around 11 o'clock Central Time tomorrow morning uh, on Thanksgiving Day and as we have always preached on Thanksgiving Day we'll be glad to have you and there are other brothers and sisters who are having uh, Thanksgiving services as well so pray without ceasing read the Word of God remember the Marines motto simplify always faithful and remember the motto of the Air Force, one of the mottos, Semper Super, always above. Keep your heart and mind stayed in heavenly places and on the Lord and he'll keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friend. Until next time, as the music plays.